Two niggas in the front, two niggas in the back. That's four niggas riding strap in Grandpa's Cadillac. What the hell is up, dude? Welcome to another episode of Early Morning Podcast. Grab you a J, grab you a brew, grab you whatever it is you do. It is 3.04 p.m. April 18th, 2022. Dude, I don't even want to say I'm fired up, but I am kind of just after seeing that opening clip that we're using. Um, Shout out to all those people. Those people are legends. I've known those people for, I think, over a decade now or close to. Most of them, most of them at least. Maybe not all of them, but most of them. Shout out Rebecca Black for providing us with amazing, beautiful music. For becoming one of the best emo pop stars that looks like Demi Lovato ever. That's fucking beast, dude. But thank you for tuning in, man. Share this video. If you'd like, like the video. If you like, um, dislike it. If you'd like comment on it for the algorithm because it helps or just fucking or don't do it don't leave a bad review on itunes or on spotify or whatever or leave a good one it is up to you i always say tweet it out send it to a family member that you despise and see if this can bring you guys together or if it just furthers your guys' hatred for each other just because this is not what you guys should be relating to you know which is fine it's fine it's early morning podcast we do what the fuck we want here and the cast is low-key fired up right now like firing up rather it's not fired up it's firing it's getting there like the last video i did or last episode i did basically about the corniest lamest i don't even want to, i think i called it a beef then but it almost doesn't even feel like a beef now it feels like a like la instead of like LA, is there la housewives show or, or? Housewives of Los Angeles County, that sounds corny and weird, so probably not, just doesn't sound right, doesn't add up. So it's like an OC Housewives, but of like LA podcasters beef. Like, what? what is that? What is that? I don't know. Now that it's like transcended to other podcasts, which is weird because I did that, but now it's like, whatever, the Trash Tuesday podcast, and then Schultz's podcast, and then Real Ass podcast with Lu, uh, Louis J. Gomez, and, and then we're talking about it. So it's like, all right. Now I uh, it's almost played out to even mention it, but whatever, man. I'm sure that's not close to the end. Um, and tomorrow should be fun as I'm working um, a a taping for one of the T Fat K guys, which will be sick, dude. That'll be really sick. I hope. I don't even know what I hope for, but I know it will be exciting. It will be interesting. So just I, I'm looking forward to that. So, um, probably gonna talk about it in a, in a very uh. No, I'm not going to talk about it, but I'll, I'll just, we'll fucking see. Who fucking knows? But shout out to Callahan and shout out to my, um, my, la one of my Lyft drivers recently, Arturo. I've been looking forward to talking about Arturo for like five, six days now. But yeah, I was, as I was saying real quick before I talk about Arturo, shout out to you if you've been listening and if you've been sharing and if you've been, been on ink, whatever the fuck. I appreciate it. You're a beast. Um, my, one of my Lyft drivers, Arturo, straight up GTA guy. Straight up, sh should have been playing GTA professionally in, in some kind of like one of those uh, ALN streams or whatever the fuck. I don't know, LAN streams, whatever it's called. Bro, and when as soon as I entered his vehicle, it's like he decided like he's like, I'm, I'm in San Andreas now or whatever. He drove as if it was after midnight and we're going through Laurel Canyon and he's just fucking waving off people like a cabbie from Midtown, cursing under his breath. And I'm like, What's going on, bro? I, I'm only going like 10 miles. I'm not going far. I was, I forgot where I was even going. Oh, yeah, okay. I was going down the street to a mic, bro. And um, it was, yeah, it was an 18-minute drive. He shaved off five whole minutes of that drive, which is unheard of, 
okay? Especially if you're going on free. Bro took off five minutes weaving. He was cursing at people that you don't normally curse at. He's getting mad at guys in 18-wheelers driving their normal route in the right lane, like doing their damn thing, not cutting people off. He's yelling at them from the left lane. I'm like, dude, wh why are we in GTA right now? He, in the first two minutes after picking me up, he ran a red and almost T-boned a car, which was like, at that point, you know, it was, it, it's like, you got to commit, dude. Are we dying to, together tonight? Possibly. Or are you going to get an amazing review and maybe a good tip because you're getting me to this open mic in Santa Ana early? I don't know. I don't fucking know. But I just knew I was like, this guy's insane. He's it, 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 Like I said, it was like Laurel Canyon, bro. He was fucking mobbing. And freeways are straight. I don't know if you know this, but freeways tend to be straight. They're not fucking curving like 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 a, a, a road that's Laurel Canyon, Big Bear, going to Big Bear, whatever. Uh, I don't even know what's down the street from me. I should know. Not the Grand Canyon, but it's something real close in Corona. Doesn't matter. Um, this dude is going through traffic as if he's creating turns for himself which is another sick thing if you want to be like yeah driving for lift is sick or it's boring as i've been told before it's, it's super sick but this guy was like it's boring i'm gonna create obstacles for myself just to get this kid to an open mic on time and i was like dude he got a tip he did get a tip just because i talked about him so shout out to you arturo i should have told you to listen to the next episode of my podcast but i didn't um it is what it is, man. Maybe I'll ask you for a lift again. Maybe not. Um, maybe you'll be. Maybe you're not even driving for lift anymore because you you wanted to end your life pretty quickly, in in a in a vehicular accident. And maybe you've achieved that. No, I got dark. It's all good, dude. It's all good, dude. But speaking of, of work, well, I don't know if I did, but I, I saw one of the trashiest things I've seen in like a long time. Like people, I remember going to when I was going to Disneyland when I was younger. I've only been like a handful of times and you see some wild shit at Disneyland. I think it's mostly just because it's insanely expensive and people are just literally going broke by taking their family, like a family of four there. You're spending like a, a grand. It's like insane. It's really insane. So uh, yeah, you, you'll see people that are maybe shouldn't be spending that much money on a vacation, especially one day vacation or not even a day. That's not a vacation, a trip to an amusement park, whatever the fuck. And dude, I remember seeing one time a girl reclean. Dude, this was crazy, dude. And it was outdoors and in, in in public, quote unquote, whatever the fuck. It was in a vicinity where hundreds of people could see because it's an outdoor amusement park. Okay, this woman, bro, she had a stroller and she had her baby, like an infant or whatever. Which I don't know why he's at Disneyland. I'm not gonna recall this. Not gonna remember it. Maybe not even an infant, like a like a newborn, bro, like eight months old. Maybe that qualifies it as an infant. Obviously, I'm not a father. Have no intentions of being one. She's fucking changing the kid's diaper in his um, in the kid's stroller. It had that like pop out. This was like a high grade stroller. It had like a pop out thing where you could lay the kid like flat, make it like a bed. Or maybe that's just part of a stroller, and I don't know that again because I'm not a father. Don't plan on it. And. She's changing the kid's diaper, and it's like, oh, wow, you could have gone to a restroom, I guess, but maybe one's far away. Who knows? Maybe you couldn't find one. Who knows? Maybe it's an emergency. She straight up scraped the shit out of this kid's diaper and threw it back on the kid, bro. Right in public, right? She scraped it off into a trash can, thank God. She's put it back. Dude, that kid's scarred for life now. He's had 
feces put back into his body, which is like, dude. Obviously, you can't really use restrooms properly anymore. I don't know if it's obvious, but like you after me seeing that, I was probably like 11 years old, maybe like I don't think I was a teenager yet, but at the age where um, I know that's I know better than that. I know that you're not supposed to. I didn't fucking get I would never never shit myself. I don't think at that age, maybe like before then and then like 10 years after then. But like I would never be like, oh, let me just throw on that same pair of boxers or briefs that I was wearing, wipe them off they go right back on me. This is a mother. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking crazy. But anyway, you see you see crazy trashy shit in in big venue or like not venues but big public gatherings because people tend to like act different. You see at fucking Oktoberfest. Speaking, oh man, I wish I had that ready, man. Plug if you can find this, I'll see if we can find it, bro. Actually, what am I saying? I can't even play because it's not it's it would be age restricted and I would get banned or get a strike on the thing. Not going to happen. Um, you see, you could see this Oktoberfest video, try to find it. It's basically the shenanigans that gets on only with women at Oktoberfest where you could see them, um, blowing dudes behind trees on a public street in Germany. You could see them run congregate to go urinate in a circle because all of the porta potties are being used. So they kind of try to block each other obviously doesn't work because you create a circle and squat together in a fucking plaid dress people might look you know what i'm saying especially if there's a river of urine flowing out into the street so i'm just saying i'm using that as another example of how people can act trashy and like obviously maybe not themselves but also alcohol partakes in that maybe i don't think this woman was drunk at disneyland hope not at work at the club i saw a uh, a couple and you know you you i've seen this uh, quite a few times already not exactly this scenario but people people really like to get the booths okay you got a booth at work or at, at my work and you people want that want to sit there want to feel important most of the time most of the time it's like a, a status thing which of course of course man that's everywhere you got a status thing on the bus if you're taking public transportation. The guy that's fucking the big dog, he pays 25 cents extra. The bus driver's like, this is you tonight, my guy. So that's what it is. Dude try to like haggle with another another door guy about the booth, how much he wanted to pay, how much he think he should have been. And door guy was like straight up like, no, nah, man, you can't do that. Sorry, way too nice. Not way too nice, but the guy's a really nice guy, dude. And just deals with that. And in, in, in how he did, he was like, no, not, I'm sorry, you can't, guy didn't listen to him, Obviously, I came, I came by, I was like, yo, dude, you can't pay half price for a booth, just doesn't work like that, we don't do discounts, you pay, and you get the fucking booth, you enjoy the show, and you leave, that's how it works, obviously didn't say it like that, but I was a little bit more harsh, and was like, dude, no, it's not half off, you pay the whole thing, that's just what it is. He wasn't happy about it. Even paid to, he threw was like, I'll tip you 20 bucks. Like, oh yeah, tipping me instead of paying towards the booth. That's exactly it. But like, if I was a scumbag, I could have done that. Could have been like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll let you pay half. Toss me a, a, a fucking 20 and I'm going to go shove it up my ass in the bathroom. And that, that'll make it good. No. Um, he goes up and finds another door guy. Tries to get them to let him do it. Tries to persuade them doesn't work out again now he's requesting to 
have a manager come let him know how much the booth is and i'm like dude fuck at that point in my head i'm like fuck off dude you had three people tell you what this what the game is that's what you're gonna get from the manager what you think he's gonna take your side after three of us told the same thing just being logical you know or illogical if you're that guy you'd be like no i run this shit bro ended up going to another couple and asking them if they wanted to contribute to the booth so they could all sit there together that was one of the i mean immediately i've been listening to a lot of are you garbage and i was like bro this is an amazing are you garbage scenario have you ever gone out to somebody in a public area and requested their service or their contribution financially so you can enjoy something the way you would like what the fuck man some stranger you're gonna go ask them on their date night and be like hey come sit with us shoulder to shoulder and um we can maybe get a good showing at a discount rate like no dude what just pay if you want to go to a show be ready for what you're getting into if you don't know what the fuck you're getting into then go with the flow if the flow says no there's no half half rate half discount you don't get a fucking this isn't the what's it called the flea market where or a fucking garage sale it's like it is what it is man but um i gotta go pull out i'm making some food right now you know what i'm saying making some salmon with a little bit of uh lime and um what's it called what's that seasoning not just garden herb it's like it is like a garden herb there's i don't think it's not paprika whatever but i heard the, the oven go off i'm gonna go let y'all know how it is i'll be right back what the hell is up dude i'm fucking back dude just a day and a half later it took me a while to get that salmon out um it wasn't cooked right so i just had to wait make sure season it again with the crushed up croutons hit it again with the lemon and then put it back in the oven no dude i'm sorry i got caught up with some shit to do but it's fine Maybe I just needed to do this. Maybe I had to wait until after I got back from work tonight and record again at 2.08 in the morning. So that's what it is, dude. That's what we're doing on EMP. Um, but yeah, man, what an eventful night at work. I got in about an hour ago or so. Um, I hit an open mic. Uh, not hit. I had a, There is an open mic now at the Impro Improv in Brea, which fucking rules. It's next door at the bar that they're partnered with, Copper Blues. Come, dude, I got recognized there tonight. Weird, very weird. But some dude was like, oh, um, I was here two weeks ago. I found your podcast, early morning podcast. And I was like, yes. And and he's like, you're funny, dude. What's your name? And I was like, wow, I didn't know what to do. Weirded me out. But he saw me do stand-up twice now. And he was like, I appreciated it. That fucking rules, dude. So shout out to you if you're listening, man. You were there with your girl. I was going to tell you this then, but I wasn't sure how it would go. She was pretty bad. So salute to you, man um and thank you for being cool and saying what up and saying hey you're funny dude that's sick because i i say like almost on every episode share it with somebody you think would like it maybe they'll dislike it dude being told that you appreciate it a lot better than being told that you don't appreciate it. so that fucking rules of course and in person you know i did something that you know i like to do shortly afterwards yeah, i'm sweating bullets almost like i am now because of this fucking ring light but it is what it is dude i'm doing it at two in the morning it's not going to get much cooler than this 58 and cloudy dude welcome to socal man but no i worked a very interesting night not to just spew bullshit of course but i worked an interesting i worked a special taping
You ever kill a man? Never stop to look, brother. <laughs> And um, you could figure out who it is or who it isn't or who it might have been, but um, goddamn, when I was that was pretty cool. It was pretty. It was pretty sick. It reminded me of being on set of a of a movie or a TV production, like a small um, like sitcom or like four or five camera shoot, multi cam. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, it was a fucking. They packed up, packed in the improv uh, seats, a whole bunch of people, a few hundred, packed it all in put up like 15 cameras it felt like there was cameras in every corner of the goddamn room there were cameras and in, in shadows that you couldn't see there were people walking around with cameras there's a fucking crane dude this thing shout out my co-worker hen dog she let me know what this thing is called it's called a jib which i'm used to breaking my bones on doing snowboarding which i'm not even being sarcastic about that's true and this thing is a i think she said a hundred thousand dollars in the way that it, it because it does some crazy shit i mean if, and if if you know what i'm talking about you're probably like oh yeah not even that impressive it's just a piece of equipment used on movie and tv sets this thing is gigantic it's like a fucking escalator for a camera it just takes it up and down and up and down and uses weights and all kinds of different pressure systems that are inside it to move the camera and spin it around and make it do a backflip and then wave at you it's like all right dude this is crazy and yeah, so there was fucking cameras everywhere. There was all these fucking wires everywhere, which was sick. Nobody fell. I couldn't believe that. That was awesome. And so yeah, we I, I did I worked this special, two special tapings, which was sick, and good show. Everything went well. One one very interesting thing. I was at the store, the comedy store, a couple nights ago in Los Angeles. Me and Johnny were there. We did some open mics. I don't even know if I mentioned that on the earlier recording, but. Maybe it was the day that I went. Who fucking knows? We were out there and um, we're we're trying to make it like a thing to kind of go out. As gay as it sounds, and it's fine. I started this podcast because of comedy purposes. Now that I'm doing stand-up, going to talk about comedy and stand-up. So God, I got to like not feel weird about that. As much as I say, oh, that's gay. This is gay. I'm gay. We're all gay. Can't actually be gay. Got to do what I was trying to do. But um, yeah, Johnny and I were like, yeah, we should try to be at these clubs, like these bigger clubs, these rooms that we eventually want to play and try to be on shows when chosen and get eventually become a regular there and then be paid there, all that shit, you know, all the long-term, long-game future. You got to start somewhere. So we figured, yeah, might as well go to these clubs, talk about trying to get on an open mic, trying to see who's there that we may know, somebody that we can have a connection with, somebody that knows us or whatever it fucking might be. And yeah, of course... You see those big name comics and stuff, the guys that I work their shows, you know, a couple weeks before in the future. Like, for example, Jeff Ross was there last night um, having like uh, drinks with these people right next to us. Um, and he worked, he worked at, he performed at the improv like a month ago. I worked his show, really great show, awesome dude. And he wrote, he judges the roast battles that go on. And uh, the other week we were there, one of the comics that I know, shout out Joe fucking real legend what a freaking dog of a man right there um he was on the roast battle so it's like yeah there you there are ways that you can figure something i don't know it's and i talked to some okay this pissed me off actually i'll talk this was oh man it made me feel like actually homo homosexual some some lady i'm talking to some lady that works there 
gave me a business card her business card i was just having a conversation with her and then i was like all right i'm gonna peace off gave me her business card with her tiktok her instagram her name and like her title as or was it what she didn't have what she actually was doing there had all some like creative writer and sound all this random shit and i was like man is this again going not to backpack off the reality podcasting episode the dumb shit that's going on in the podcast world but i was like damn this is the world of of stand-ups you guys have business cards now why do we have a business card most people didn't even have phones like when stand-up really got big and like 20 30 years ago like not big but like the glory days as they say in the 80s or, or early 90s like when clubs that are popular today really made their name and all that it's like nobody had a phone that no one was like hey bang my cell if you want to catch my next set no dude you, you give somebody a fucking piece of paper now and you're like hey follow me on these social media platforms like oh dude i don't know maybe maybe i'm hating maybe that sh that got good that's good has come of that maybe maybe i'm just being salty and bitter but i think i'm going to stick with being salty and bitter on this one i don't know if i want to be uh, especially i don't even know if she knew i was a comic or not but like, if she did that's almost like an in your face like i'm oh wow that was so rubbed me the wrong way man for sure it did but at the same time she told me how to get on an open mic there so it's like you take what you get you know like what am i gonna do i'm gonna bitch about her work ethic and then she's gonna help me about mine Nah, it doesn't work like that and i get it man I just, oh man, let me fucking down. I went and told Johnny, I was like, this bitch just gave me a fucking pay, a business card. And he was like, and? I was like, God, you fucking would do that too. Like, what are you going to go put paper flyers on people's cars now too? Oh man, whatever. I am coming off as bitter and shit. Good. But, um, the Pasadena comedy is closed now for further, uh, Till further notice because it's being remodeled which was super sick because i just got booked on a show there for, for a, a two weeks from now or something and then that same day that i got booked sent the flyer all that lineup hey we're closed for further notice construction is starting this week yes dude thank you i love it man that's why these shows about like stand-ups and comedy is like actually i think true where those those comics stab each other in the back eventually and then then what they think they're the shit and they deserve this and they deserve that and the next person sucks dick and they want to jump them it's like oh yeah you actually start to hate each other and hate the people that you're around maybe just because you think they deserve more or you deserve more or you think they deserve less and you deserve more and maybe they're not getting what they deserve i don't fucking know dude but small things like oh you had a show that was an hour and 20 minutes away and now it got canceled some people would be like, yes. And I'm like, no, I got the day off of work. I wanted to go do this set that I, these jokes, I've been working on these new jokes. I did five sets this week. Five sets. Two two days went to two open mics. I mean, to four open mics, uh, two back to back on my days off La uh, last night. Or just did one now a few hours ago here in, uh, in Brea. I checked out one in Orange County, which was sick. I think I maybe mentioned that earlier on this episode. I don't know if I did. No, maybe I didn't. I went to this... Yes, this place called Proof Bar in Santa Ana. Um, fun little room that you could... like. It was like basically, like the, I don't know, just some storage room, bro, that they just threw in a bunch of chairs and seats and were like, here, go be funny. And it, it actually turned out pretty good. And I ran into a couple of those. Two of those comics were at this open mic in Brea, 
which was cool. Now I'm going to see start seeing these OC cats if I keep going to these OC mics, which I'm going to be forced to do now since t not forced. I always could have done it, just stayed away from it. Just didn't really like Orange County comedy scene. I'll be honest, as gay as that sounds, because again, I need to be familiar with every comedy scene. Can't be narrowing down where my where I'm from and be like, nah, I'm just an LA cat. You know me. I don't fuck around in those rooms in the OC. No, of course I will, dude. I just, I don't know. I feel like the the real deal Holyfield shit is in LA. It's over the 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 freeway. You gotta cross a couple of them, and then you're around real, real good stand-ups. But, again, gotta, can't be picky. You gotta take what you're given, man. And if I'm given the opportunity to do it here and at this great club in, in Brea and eventually get booked on a show, hopefully here and work there and on the main stage and all that, that what, what am I gonna complain about, bro? Nothing. Nothing. And then I'm going to have my goddamn special taping there. I was talking to Johnny. I'm going to have a special taping there. It's going to be eight minutes, eight to ten, eight to 12 minutes, not 10, 12 minutes, maybe eight to 12 minutes, special taping in Brea, um, California at the improv. And there's where there's going to be multiple of those jib crane camera situations. We're going to maybe put a photo in it here. So, you know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm a serious guy. Like I'm, I'm really about this, like sell this on what's it called? Peacock. You know what I'm saying? Sell my special on Peacock um, or Comedy Central's YouTube page. You know, not even my own YouTube page, but just be like, I'll, I'll suffice to Comedy Central subscribers and you guys can handle it from here on out. No, never. I would never do that. But I would like to do something there at the Bray Improv. I mean, as cool as the, the job has been so far and as cool of a club it is, that would be sick to have uh, my own my own footage of my stand up there. So that's obviously something that's going to happen. I feel like this is a low energy podcast. I really hope it's not. It is again 2:30 in the morning, but I'm still I'm fired up, man. I, I'm I'm glad to be home, get off my fucking feet for once. And oh, that was yeah, that's I'm actually really excited to see what's going to happen in the next couple weeks um regarding specials because so many of them came out, bro. So many have come out. Mike Cannon just dropped one. Chris Stefanos came out a few weeks ago. Joe Lists came out a few, couple days ago. Um, I feel like I'm missing... Anthony DeVito is coming out with one in like a week or two. Giannis Papas just dropped one. It's like, what the fuck's going on? Is this spe Special Mania or whatever? Not WrestleMania? I don't know what it is, dude. Like, like who knows, man? Maybe there's... And it's probably not even done because I thought people were going to wait till summer. I guess it's like pre-summer right now is the, the, the time to drop your stand-up. Like... I thought the weather is just now getting good and that's when people want to go do other shit, not vice versa. Now you want to keep them cooped up inside for an hour to watch shit on their TV. Like, at least wait till June gloom, my guy. I thought that's what we're doing here, but what the fuck do I know? I have I don't have an agent. I don't have a manager. I have a producer, producer plug. He's the man. And I, I, again, if you can tell, plug, I mean, this is good, man. I'm sweating, you know, because of the ring light. So that means it's doing its job. It's creating, you know, a, a heat source for to come up through the camera. So as you can see with proof right here. Oh, I didn't even get to talk. About, did I, I didn't get to even I didn't even tell say what happened with Sam Tripoli, dude. That's great. I was talking about the special. We'll end it on this. Um, What's great about working at, at a comedy club, man? And I mean by working, not just going to do stand-up and leaving. I mean like working the door and stuff is you can see the most, you can see life go from the most calm, happy, smiley situation 
to the most chaotic, rageful, and violent situation. Not not to say that that happens a lot, but it can. It certainly can happen. You can see somebody go from happy-go-lucky to I'm fired the fuck up. Give me something to throw at this bitch. Like it's, you can easily see stuff like that. And a lot of it has to do, of course, with alcohol. I mean, drugs and alcohol. People come in there fucked up or people come in there to get fucked up. And, like, that's just what it is. It's what entertainment is, man. That happens in movie theaters. Not so much, but it does happen. People go fucked up to movie theaters and go get fucked up. Anyway, today, dude, uh, this young bull man came in with his chick. Dude, he's trying to fucking get her pregnant. You know what it is, May. And they got some great seats right up front. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know, first level premium tickets, you know, gonna have a good time tonight, bro gets up probably right as the show starts, not even five minutes in, and it was bouncing off this hallway, he's fucking a pinball in, in the dark, going past $18,000 camera setups, it's just magical, actually, like, you're just watching this man, this man that is just so enveloped in alcohol, and he is just dancing with his life and with other people's future with their work with their possessions it's amazing it really was it was beautiful and i you know i'm just minding i'm following him you're like oh dude this guy's on some shit right now let's see what he's gonna be up to dude make sure he gets out here safely doesn't start anything he does get out safely and of course somebody that's a higher up there notices what's going on is like oh this guy's very intoxicated let me let him know that you know you're fucked up and i don't even think he did i think the homie just went up and let him know i was like yo I'm fucked up, dude. Can you tell? And he's like, Yeah, I can tell. You're 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 plastered, man. He's like, Yeah, but I'm good, right? And he's like, You're good. Kind of asking him and also kind of reaffirming it, which was sick. Very, very smart from my dog right there to just like, let me get inside this guy's head. Let me see what he thinks is is he good or he is good, you know? The homie is like, I'm good. Goes, dumps his pants or whatever, shits himself, pisses, I don't know. Didn't throw up, which is the only thing. I made sure he went, didn't go act a fool in the bathroom, didn't go hurt himself or make a mess. All good. As he's exiting, my my higher up, the person above me, um, was lets him know. He's like, yo, by the way, you were in the very front. You can't go there now because if you do go there, you're going to pass all this shit. You're going to maybe be in a shot and you're fucked up. And we don't want to risk you fucking up this man special because you're in the front and you're going to do some crazy shit. Whether it might be falling, whether it may be just yelling out or who the fuck knows, man. Just bad shit. Like I said, chaos can happen at any moment, which fucking rules. Okay, that's fucking awesome. And he tells him, look, I could have you come in. We're not going to kick you out, but you got to stay in the back. You got to stay in the back, 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 far back. We'll even put you in a booth, a premium booth or whatever the fuck. Just leave people alone and shut up and don't be an idiot. Obviously not like that, but that basically that being the premise. And the dude got it. He's like, I get it. After like five minutes of explaining to him, he kept saying, my girl, dude, my girl's up there. My girl. And he's like, well, don't worry about your girl. You chose to come here now. Your girl's fine. She'll enjoy the show. We see them, dude, in this booth. Very fucked up guy. This cr- the crowds at this special they weren't big booze hounds. They were there to have a good time, which is good, convenient, honestly. About twenty minutes later, I'm doing. It's crazy how life works. You know what I'm saying? It's just beautiful timing, beautiful how, what I was up to. I'm standing against said hallway that bro was ricocheting around like a like a bowling pin or whatever, uh, pinball, and. He's kind of like slouched over like this, okay? And I'm I'm I, I can only see half of his face kind of like this. 
but he's slouched and he's slouching and then all of a sudden his body just collapses it just goes down and he just falls down and it's he sprays out a phone is what it looked like it's like he seminated a phone it just came out of him somewhere and i walked over to him I'm like yo maybe you need to go outside or get some get some air maybe as soon as i get close within four or five feet i smell a very violent pungent odor and i was like this is what i think it is huh Dude sprayed yak all over, threw up all over his, his uh, top and his pants, a little bit on the seat and a little bit on the floor. Bro mostly covered himself in throw up. He just doused it himself, bro. And it was a very foul smell, man. It was so shitty, man. I haven't smelled throw up in a while, man. Like, oh, it's so gross. Just that acid in your stomach, bro. Just fucking yes, dude. Fill the air, dude. Let these other people know that you're fucked up, dude. And um, he nearly fell into the throw up, which was honestly sick as hell, too, just because he's very drunk. And I, I was like, all right, dude, it's time for you to go. Like, get outside. I'm trying to be cool because it's, 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 it's almost, I know he's, I thought about it later. It's like, if once he, if somebody tells him or if he had a camera, a third, third eye perspective on him, the shame and embarrassment this man will feel is close to none because he embarrassed himself in a front in front of a room of hundreds of people and there are some bad women in there there's some fucking nice pretty women you know what i'm saying there's some people with fame there's some people with money in there if that doesn't matter to you uh, by all means it shouldn't i get it most people they pay attention to that shit you know and uh it gets under their skin if they make the fool of themselves i don't know he fucked up dude and so i i picked him up dude i'm holding him by his shirt he's a taller kid dude taller than me I'm fucking 5'2", dude, so I'm, I'm Joe Rogan's height, basically, dude, you know what I mean? I got the leg kick to prove it, all right, or spinning wheel backwards kick, you know, front flip into a spinning dragon kick, I have it all, and anyway, so I'm lifting up this kid, I'm trying to get, collect his throw-up covered phone and give it to him, which was insane, dude, good guy, you know what I'm saying? Hashtag the best guy, and... I give him his phone, I'm carrying him by the collar like a fucking puppy, like I'm his mom. I'm just holding him like this, directing him in and out of traffic and shit. And there's some stairs. And once we get to the stairs is when the challenge hits, dude. Because he can't even keep his ankles together without them rolling. It's He's basically his bowling pins on his ankles. Because if he, lean, if he goes one way with it, literally, try to picture this. If he straightens out his bowling pin of a leg or of his foot, it just starts rolling to the right or to the left, okay? And if it starts rolling one way, it's like, oh, full, we're going that whole direction. We're going to spin all the way to the right. It's like, oh, man, I can't do this. Let We're one and a half steps in, and Sam Tripoli comes and grabs, goes to grab him on his throw-up covered shoulder. And I put my hand out, and then right as I do that is when Sam sees his fucking body covered in yak. And at that moment, I was like, okay, he's going to walk away and be like, oh, I'm not dealing with this. This is this fucking door guy situation. Don't know Sam. I've never seen his stand-up other than, I think, clips of it or whatever. Always thought he was a kind of crazy, weird guy, but also a smart guy. So I never, he, he rubs me as like a crazy dude that's intelligent, which there's a bunch of those guys, you know, a bunch of crazy dudes that are like, I've read some books though. So, but whatever, he comes up and I'm like, he, he still grabs him. He's still helping him up by like the clean, the like 2% clean parts of his shirt and is like helping me. And um, right before I could even turn to say thank you when we get him to the lobby area, he's gone. But I was like, I appreciate that. I was like, thank you, dude. You didn't have to help some random door guy that's not even getting help from any of the other door staff. Thank you for fucking helping me get this man covered in his own vomit to a edge of a curb where he will fall into and then proceed to throw up on himself 
several more times in that night and never get to see Brian Callen's special taping that he went and paid good money for. He'll have to wait until it comes out on whatever platform or service it comes out on. I thought that was pretty cool, man. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a like, leave a comment, or leave a dislike, leave a shitty comment, roast me, tell me I'm a sweaty asshole. I don't really care, man. But thank you for listening. Um, It was weird getting noticed for my podcast and for my stand-up. It's fucking weird. But I guess it's going to happen more. I guess that's the goal with this shit, right? It's not to do it so like only me and my mom listen. It's for other people to listen to. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening this far. Until next episode, fucking chill, man. Peace.